0: what up snapback fam welcome back to another episode of the snapback sports pod on this episode it is our nba playoffs preview round one gets underway today when you're listening on monday august 17th at 1 30 12 hours of basketball every single day for the first round i cannot wait we preview the whole thing because it is boston week we finally get to put abe sixers to bed unbelievable podcast coming your way then we go some monday mailbag we talk will there be an upset should d book have been the bubble mvp who's the dark horse and will there be any sweeps a crazy would you rather would you rather sweat mayonnaise for the rest of your life or permanently have cheeto dust and then we have an unreal interview with the Fortnite kid his name is skeptic skeptic joins. The Whistle fam. Whistle is the company I work for, the company I love, and Skeptic is coming through to help us out. We'll be streaming on Twitch every Tuesday and Thursday. That's me if you guys want to come play me. He'll be streaming on Mondays at Whistle HQ. Snapback fam, new app. Let's get it.
1: The Baltimore Ravens select Lamar Jackson. I'm a rave. His own. All year. Every year. Jackson Jackson himself. Oh,
0: he broke his ankle. He oh! and the Lakers lead. What up, fam? I'm your host Jack Settleman. Joining me today, as always, my co-host and longtime best friend
1: Abe Granoff. Abe, what is on your mind today? What is on my mind? We are 24 hours away from slap a put the blue thing around my arm.
0: No, no. Flick no, this, no, flick the no, syringe. No, and
1: inject playoff basketball. March Madness style, for 12 hours a day, for the next week and a half, in my vein. That's what's on my mind. It's March Madness, but for NBA playoffs. I don't think it gets better than that.
0: I think March Madness is better than NBA playoffs, but it's Boston week, baby. Let's go. Seize up, bringing back the old Celtics fandom. You're nervous. Reject that. You're nervous. That. I'm not nervous at all, but this is not where we're going to start the pot off. We're going to start with... I got a new hat, new white hats coming out this week. Make sure you cop snapexports.store. But the playoffs are here. And finally, this finally. is our first round preview of the NBA playoffs. Before we do all that, finals predictions. So we have it on the record. I'm going Bucks over Clippers. You're going.
1: We're just going to pick the Lakers.
0: Okay. All right. Abe's going to the Lakers. So there you have it. But let's get into it. Round number one, the first matchup, and this is the one that people are so excited about. It's Lakers versus Blazers. Do they have any reason to be excited, Abraham?
1: Stop playing with Damian Lillard. Stop it. Stop it. Stop talking trash to him. Stop thinking you're better than him. Stop it. You see what he is doing out there. <laughs> Time out.
0: Do I have to cut up the audio from when Abe and I ranked players outside of the bubble or outside of the top five? Yeah, in the and bubble? I'm
1: stop. I'm stopping it. Right. He maybe. He, he, did
0: you even he, have him in the top three? I think you went Embiid, Luca, and someone else. I know PJ and Yeah, he was my number one. So
1: so stop it. Everyone, okay. cut it out. This guy is a bad, bad man that stands no chance against the Lakers. None. (laughs) None.
0: Not a single chance, I don't think. Like, if you just look at their last four games, this Grizzlies team without Jaron is just very mediocre. comes down to the wire on them. The game before that, they barely beat the Nets, who obviously don't have any of their superstars. Although Karis was playing well, the game before that was...
1: Like, Dame has had to average 50... if they're so good and stand a chance against the Lakers, why is every big game for them coming down to the last couple possessions? It's they don't wild. play defense. They don't play defense. They you don't. watch that. You watch that Brooklyn Nets game where it was a win or go home game. <laughs> it was a playoff game, and the Nets were running circles around them—absolute circles. I mean, TLC.
0: A... Garrett Temple looked like superstars. Like I was thinking, Max superstars, contracts superstars. For New
1: York. And Jared yeah. Allen was getting every <laughs> offensive rebound. When you have a guy like Nurkic, you have a guy like Whiteside. Listen, do the Lakers have the backcourt to defend Dame and CJ? Absolutely not. But the Blazers don't have LeBron James and Anthony Davis. And that's what this series will come down to.
0: So this is the biggest question. Because people listening to this will actually believe the Blazers can win the series. And I think they're out of their minds for that. This might be the biggest value bet you could ever make is the Lakers to win this series. It's down to minus 400, which to me is just criminal. Like, do people forget? I mean, this is a... A comical situation of the market and fans watching Dame on fire. Lakers don't look good. Maybe they can beat them. They can't. They just won't be able to beat them, unless maybe they prove me wrong. I mean, that backcourt mismatch is wild. But the same for the front court and the Blazers and the Lakers. AD is going to average forty in the series.
1: Yeah, I, the biggest thing for me is if you put Nurkic in a pick and roll that involves LeBron James and Anthony Davis, it's going to turn in into a tornado. I think, like, is I th- Carmelo
0: Anthony guarding LeBron James? Because if that's the case, it mu- like, ah, it's going to be ugly. It's it, going to be very it's, ugly.
1: It's going to be ugly. I, I like when it comes down to the playoffs, I'm very interested to see right away. The f- game ones are always interesting to me to see which strategies teams are going to employ. And... Hmm. For a Lakers team and this Blazers team, I think you could see a lot of Nurkic Whiteside lineups together. But then the the, the Lakers can throw out a, a Dwight or JaVale and that can counteract Hassan Whiteside. Come on.
0: I agree. I think um, I
1: think you see like kuzma doesn't even start for this team dude
2: the lakers stink
1: (laughs)
0: i'm ready to go on record right here right now and say the portland trailblazers have a zero point zero percent chance in beating the lakers in the first round
1: now fam if you remember, back <laughs> a few months ago, I think Jack added a few zeros to it. The yeah, way- it was, there was no chance. There, were, the of, were, there were a lot of there were a lot of zeros, but Jack said the exact same thing in regards to the Titans beating the Ravens in the divisional round. So take that for what it's worth. But Lakers in five.
0: Yeah, I think it could be. A I don't. Sweep, I don't. I don't.
1: Think, I don't think it can be a sweep. I it don't. can
0: definitely be a sweep. It's just a matter of. But once again, like we say, okay, Dame could steal a game. He's scoring 50, and they're barely stealing games against the brunt of the NBA. This is your number one seed in the Western Conference. And LeBron, like, I mean, it's playoff bronze time. It's It's playoff playoff Bron Bron time. time. All right, on to the next series. It's Boston week, as you guys know. Boston plays the 70 shitters, and this series, I mean. You've been sitting on that one? Nah, just came out with on the spot, actually. Drake might want me on the Nike campus with him for the next song. But I don't know. You guys could definitely win one, maybe two. You do have... I mean, I keep writing it. It's half a troll. It's obviously also very factual. Like, you have two max players on your roster, two all-stars. Like, it shouldn't be, you know, a demonstration, but probably will be something like that.
1: My head says Boston could finish this in five, maybe mm. a non-competitive six. My heart says we have the best player on the floor at all times, and I like our chances with that. We have a guy who's playing with a chip on his shoulder against his former team in Al Horford. Okay. All and right, and all right. we have a bunch of other. I was that. fine with the MV. The Horford, I'm not going to let I, I was. I was thinking about whether or not to say that one. And we have a bunch of other good basketball players. It's going to come down to... Can we can we defend the, all their wings that they have? Can we move our feet with them? And, and we'll see. That being said, I got the Sixers in six. <laughs> I think, you know, I'm not... It's not that I don't think
0: the Sixers actually could put up a fight and still have a good team even without Ben Simmons. And there's always those arguments that it could open up without Ben and Joel on the floor. I know you think... I think it's better if they weren't together, which it's not that... I don't think losing... Like, I saw some people saying that Ben being out was better. No. No. Could Ben be better with a different superstar that doesn't, you know, contradict his game? Maybe. But Ben being out does not help the Sixers. With that being said...
1: Let's let's run through that again. Let's put this in a different frame instead of Ben Simmons. Right. Take any team in the NBA. Do you think they're better with an (laughs) All-Star or without an All-Star?
0: Exactly. And, And that's not to say Joel and Ben are a perfect match, but... Two All-Stars is better than one. So, I don't think you guys are going to be that bad. I actually think the Celtics are really good. Like, you haven't even really seen Kemba. Like, do we forget Kemba Walker's, like, really good at, you know, the sport of basketball? Hayward's been playing excellent. Tatum's been excellent. Jalen Brown's been excellent. Wings win a lot of championships. Like, that's kind of how the league's been. They just have a really good team. Brad Stevens, is he a good coach. He's a great coach. Is he a great coach in the playoffs? Still to be seen. Obviously the center defensively with Tice and Cantor is problematic, but
1: I think what you meant to say is barbecue chicken. Yes. They will
0: not be able to to guard him. But the question is, okay, Stevens is going to have a plan for Joel Embiid, right? So you double Embiid, who is he kicking to? If you stop Tobias, Where's the scoring coming from? Richardson's been underwhelming. Tybal's been underwhelming in the bubble. Like, are we talking Neto, Mike Scott? Like, no, that's you're real. talking. Shake you're talking. Milton? You're yeah. talking
1: Shake. You're talking Furkan. Joel Embiid. You look at what the Celtics have done in previous years against us. What they Furkan? Do- I said Furkan, who's shooting close to forty percent for three. Don't bring up our text from a few months ago. Um, Just gonna look real quick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, you look at what the Celtics have done in the past to beat us in the playoffs. Of course you're going to double Embiid. Every team in their mind is going to double Embiid. You look at Joel Embiid in the bubble. One thing that he's improved upon drastically is passing out of the double team. Can we knock down the shots on the outside? We'll see. What else has Boston do? The past few years, they tried to exploit J.J. Redick when we had him defensively, get him in an isolation. They tried to exploit a Marco Bellinelli. Find those mismatches. There's not really that many of those with this Sixers team. We've got a bunch of guys that can defend. We don't have any real liabilities as of now. I think it'll be a lot harder to get those one-on-one matchups, which is why I like... How shake is a defender? He can move his feet. He can move (laughs) his feet. All right, so so we don't spend
0: too much time on this series two last things the one is going to be a text from december 5th 2019 so it's been which is crazy think i have a question do you it's have a, nine months do you yeah. have a
1: folder in your phone No folder
0: it's just favorited so it's easy to find um john gruden wrote in our chat can you guys please chill on my guy on my guy FERC? abe responded absolutely not He bleeping stinks. I'll actually bleep myself if he gets rotational playoff tick. Followed up by a text that literally says, screenshot that, please.
1: (laughs) So this is the guy. He has, at the time, he was abysmal. Right. right. He has since since made me eat my words a little bit. And since we kind of need him, come on for it. it.
0: Uh, So last thing, and then we'll move on. Because you said something interesting over text was... You think Embiid could guard uh, Tatum at some point during the series? You said for extended periods of time, though. Which no, I, I said found short spurts. Okay, so short who spurts. who do you think will be his main defender? Like, because Tobias can't really guard him.
1: Um, you know, I Tobias. I mean, no, who can really guard Jason Tatum? You know what I mean? It's about containing him. No one's gonna stop him. It's Kawhi yeah. Leonard's gonna stop him. Ben Simmons would have stopped him, maybe. <laughs> um. But look, I think Jason Tatum's way more dangerous when he's moving without the ball, passing the ball, getting involved in the team offense. I like our chances if Jason Tatum takes thirty isolations a game. Agreed. I think, I think you throw a lot of different looks at him, and B, we've done, we've thrown him in short that's such turns. a
0: great. That's such a great like general basketball thing to say because right? no one no yeah. one can refute that sending looks at another player yeah. would be bad. But like, what what does that mean? I, if, if I if if
1: I was the coach, which I'm mm. not. I think Al Horford ends up starting. I don't think he should. I think you bring, <laughs> I think you bring a matisse Thibault in to start. You put him on Kemba, and I I would put Josh on 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 Tatum.
0: Okay, I don't. That's hate what that. I would. I and, well, and this what? is why I think the Sixers will have troubles. Like I said, it's more about the Celtics. You put Thib the- I don't know why I always want to call him Thibault. Thibault on no, Kemba. It's Thibel oh okay so I'm it's correct Thibal. you put Thibel on Kemba you put Josh Richardson on Tatum you put Embiid on
1: whoever whatever center but then like nah. you G- put I think you put I think you put Horford on Baines and you put Embiid on a on a Baines
0: isn't on the team not Baines on it's Tice the yeah other one, Tice. but then thank it's god
1: like, Baines isn't on the team that guy used to <laughs> kill
0: us but then it's like Hayward can abuse Horford And Jalen Brown can abuse like Shake. Let me ask you a
1: question. Let me ask you a question. Jalen Brown cannot abuse Shake. He can he can get his, but he can't. Let me. You're saying Hayward can abuse a Horford or an Mm. Embiid, Mm. but an Embiid can abuse a Horford. I mean, Embiid can. (laughs) Yeah, Embiid can (laughs) abuse a a Hayward or a Jalen Brown. Like, well, they're not going to be covering them. They're not going to be covering. They they only start Daniel Tyswell, Tyswell. But there's two. I'm saying who
0: does Horford guard in that situation?
1: find out tomorrow at 6 30
0: <laughs> all right on to the next series and let's go baby let's go thunder i've been all in on this Rockets team. i even might have come on this pod and said i think they could win a championship but i'm out on them now because cp3 look at this think about this scenario the houston rockets traded their starting point guard for another starting point guard because the belief was that that starting point guard was less injury prone better and younger and now that starting point guard will be missing the first game of the series, while cb 3 revives the Thunder franchise. You just—that's a storybook ending when you sweep them.
1: I don't think that's necessarily true. Why they brought it in? I think they doubled down. Why would you?
0: Why would you trade cb 3 for Russ?
1: Because of the whole you, small ball effect.
0: They because weren't going small ball. That's what people forget. They didn't decide to go small ball until December, January, February, right well, at the deadline when you, they when they traded capella they made a the swap because they believed russell westbrook was better than chris paul i'm not even here to say he wasn't this year i'm just here to say it's ironic because all the down talk on cp was about injury proneness and then obviously russ is missing time just just a little irony so now they they said he's out game 1 it seems like he's out for the series like i it really does
1: which and trust me, I want to be all all in on the Rockets as well. I think if Russ comes back, I might be back all in on them. But Russ is a huge part of what they do. Like That's what makes small ball so effective is how good Russell Westbrook is in it. You The, the Thunder have guys that can score. They've got, I think, three or four guys averaging close to or at least over 17 points per game in mm-hmm. Schroeder, Chris Paul, Shai, um, Danilo. Plus... Steven Adams. Listen, That's Steven Adams is going to abuse down low. Yeah. At what point, if the Rockets have two bad shooting nights, they're down 2 No, They're down 2-0. Mm. They lost two games. This could be an interesting series. Can James Harden carry them and score 50 a night? Maybe. He probably, he probably could. But I, It feels what, a lot like Dame, though. It feels like Harden could get his 50 and
0: they could still lose these games now that they're playing a really good team. Uh, I'm I, curious... I mean, talk about throwing a lot of looks at Harden. That's what this team's going to be able to do between Chris Paul Shea um, and and Schroeder off the bench. So I'm excited to see you know another just brutal, brutal break for James Harden. The guy cannot catch a break when it comes to the playoffs. And this is tough because they could easily, like you said, they could fall behind 2-0. It could be done. I think if Russ comes back game two, they probably can turn around and win the series. But uh, that's a... It's you a asked- bummer because I wanted to see the Rockets at full strength playing the the Lakers and now for now at least it looks like the Thunder might win that you series. You
1: ask me right now out of all the playoff series in the first round, this one in my opinion has the best chance to go 7 games.
0: Yeah, probably. Yeah, I would I would say that because you have Sixers finishing them in 6.
1: Yeah, weren't you paying attention <laughs> to ESPN <minutes, yeah. laughs> All right. So, we'll we'll just leave wait, this Wait, one wait, as- wait, 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 wait. Yeah. So you agree the Sixers would have the second best chance to take the Celtics 7? <laughs> no.
2: Well,
0: you just... uh, I'm, I'm going to have to look at that. I was just okay. making a joke for you. Okay. Uh, we'll leave this one as pending. We'll check back in on Thursday once we know more about Russ. All right, no, we th- won't. I'm
1: going to go Rockets in 7. Really? I'm going to go Rockets in 7.
0: Okay. I'm Why? Gonna... Why?
1: I just fucking love James Harden.
0: Yeah, he's really good. And we'll be points betting for sure. All right, next <laughs> series, Clippers, Mavericks, Everyone's talking Lakers Blazers. Blazers could have a shot at the upset. I'm not saying the Mavs are going to upset the Clips. And I said at the beginning of this episode, I think the Clips go to the finals. But I think the Mavs are the sneaky team to take multiple games off the higher seed. Out of the one-twos. Bucks, Raptors, Lakers, Clips. I believe the Clips will have by far the biggest issue with this team.
1: I think the Lakers-Blazers series could be closer than this Clips-Mavs series. I don't think so. Watching the Dallas Mavericks, yeah, you have Luka, yeah, you have Kristaps. Like, Trez Harrell can't stop Kristaps, but he can give him fits. He can give him some trouble. Um, Dude, the Mavs, another another one that don't play defense. Who do they have? Right, right.
0: So here's the difference for me. You have Lillard, McCollum, right? They score a lot, and they play no defense. This Mavericks offense is the most efficient offense in NBA history, which is why I think the Clippers, who score in weird ways, they don't really score in a lot of bursts. When you play a team like the Mavs, who can run 12 off you in the span of two minutes, you can win some games like that. So I think this series goes six, plus Luka. uh, The problem, and we've discussed this before, is the clutch time. Like That's going to be a nightmare for them in the playoffs if they can't do that. But what like Lucas never made a clutch shot in his career, which is insane. He's 0 for 10 in the last two minutes in whatever, some stat that I read on Twitter. So like could that change? Could he finally hit a shot? They win a game there, and then they have a great shooting night. Tim Hardaway Jr. over. Like, absolutely. <laughs> but I don't think they lose the series, but I think out of the top four seeds, two in each conference, this is the this is the one that goes six. This is
1: Lucas first playoff, right? That's correct. Which is, like, also kind of fake because, like, it's not a true, true – I mean, it's the playoffs, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But you don't have the fans, you know, the whole playoff atmosphere, which is mm. – it, it makes a difference. I don't know. I just see nobody that can contain Kawhi Leonard and, and Paul George on the Mavericks team, and that's that's where it ends for me.
0: Yeah, those two should have 30 a, a game. game. Yeah. A game. I, I don't even know who guards them. Door. Dorian finney Smith's kind of cool. I like him. Got um, I got clips of well, five. Finney-Smith and Kid Gilchrist. Great great wings for the Mavs. All right, next series is Heat Pacers, the 4-5 in the East. This will probably have the lowest viewership in the NBA. No
1: way, no way. I think Nuggets Jazz is way less appealing. Yeah, than yeah.
0: You're right, you're right. In the East, at least, uh, even though the Bucks and Raptors play no one. But Heat Pacers, no Sabonis. I think the Pacers are going to take games off of them. It's just the Heat are so – they're definitely balanced. a better team. Right, they're balanced. But when it comes to the playoffs, you're going to have an off-shooting night and you're going to just lose a game. And that's exactly – like who do you go to for scoring? You can't really go to anyone on that team. So I think the Pacers will get a couple. They're really well coached, but so are the Heat. Another six-gamer, Heat win.
1: Yeah, I'm cool with that. Let's, let's, let's talk about what we really want to talk about this. Do we think we get any nose-to-nose contact between TJ Scorin and <laughs> James Bootler? what happened there you came up with the scoring nickname and then couldn't get a butler one no i didn't even come up with tj scoring. i think t i get tj mcconnell on the pacers was actually was actually miked up during a game and his corny ass said that and i was like oh i might use that
0: okay all right well well done um yeah i think you know they played that regular season game or whatever during the restart warren was really bad I think Warren's going to be much better. But what does worry me is, like, playing with plantar fasciitis normally could end your season. And they're trying to say, like, he can play through it. But also, CJ McCombs playing with, like, a broken back, which seems way harder to play with. Everyone's Moon, playing off. You right. know what?
1: I'm sick of this. John thing. Moran has a broken, broken thumb. Broken thumb. LeBron, the, second, the finals. The Lakers
0: lose. Right. He'll have a broken eardrum or something. Bro, the fans <laughs> are too loud. So, no one breaks anything. <laughs> so... Yeah, the Pacers are—they're really good. It's just no Sabonis this is going to be tough for them.
1: Yeah, this, this series—the thing about the Heat—and I feel the same way about the Raptors. Also, they're—they're mm. they're good teams. They're really good teams, but nobody is afraid of them. They don't. I have disagree to, with the Raptors. They I felt you during the year, but I disagree. When it comes down to in the playoffs, nobody's af- is anyone in the league afraid of Jimmy Butler? No, not, is anyone no. in the league afraid the Heat of
0: fan, Heat fans? Are if he's shooting from beyond the arc?
1: <laughs> if any, is any, is anyone afraid afraid in the league of Pascal Siakam? No, but I people think... are afraid of Giannis Antetokounmpo. People are afraid well, of Jason. People Tatum. say they're
0: not. They say they're not afraid of Giannis. I'm, I'm not.
1: People right. are afraid of Jason Tatum. Mm-hmm. People are afraid whether you think the team around him sucks in general. People are afraid of a guy like Joel Embiid. These Jimmy Butlers and these... What? And, and these Pascal's... No, they're not.
0: You're just naming the top players I in mean, the league.
1: Exactly, exactly. But and that's Jimmy, not who people Jimmy are
0: but- afraid of. That's not who people are I'm afraid of. I'm saying
1: when it comes down to the playoffs, you want one of those those killers. You don't, I, Joel Embiid would be
0: nowhere. Two minutes to go in a playoff game, Joel Embiid would be very far from the top of my list for that. And so would Giannis. So would Giannis. Tatum is an interesting one because he's never done it, but... He looks like he's going to do it soon, but I hear what you're saying. Heat pacers, Heat move on, and look, the Heat have played extremely well against the top teams in the East all year. Bam, the Giannis stopper. I mean, you Uh-oh. hold Giannis to 30 Hor- points. and Horford,
1: Horford's supposed to be a Giannis <laughs> right, stopper. Right, exactly. That's what, when we brought him in, it was to stop Giannis. Come right. on. So we'll stop Giannis. We'll see when it gets there.
0: Once again, the Heat throw an interesting mismatch at the Bucks, but— We'll see. We will see. All right. Nuggets jazz. And the nuggets are kind of like my sweetheart team that now that the rockets could be in trouble. Now that the Lakers don't look like the Supreme of the Supreme. And honestly, the Clippers don't look insane either. Like they shot amazing in the bubble. I didn't even realize. And they, you know, they didn't do anything crazy. So, uh, the nuggets, I'll keep saying it. They just added an elite wing. If Harris and Barton come back, and you have an elite wing with Jokic. Murray looks great. Bo Bo could do weird things off the bench. It's a real Jeremy Grant's been playing amazing. I think they're gonna kill the Jazz. I'm excited for that.
1: I, I don't think that. We, I mean, we already saw this matchup in the bubble, and it was a what was it double OT? I think it was, mm-hmm. and it came yeah. down to let's just exploit how bad both of these big men are on defense. Let's put Rudy Gobert in the pick-and-roll. Right. The pick-and-roll. Obviously, Rudy Gobert's a yeah. great rim, rim protector. Right. Let's put Skinny Jokic in the pick-and-roll. And you just got exp- exposed, and yeah. that's what this is going to be again. I mean, how, good, how elite is a wing that can only score four more points than a, than a Marcus Morris? <laughs> I think the guy got pulled in the fourth quarter. That but dude, one big thing, I mean— Mike Conley chose to have a kid at the wrong time. right at the wrong I, yeah. time.
0: Yeah, so I forgot about that. I think this series probably goes five games. Like knowing, how, knowing how
1: knowing how brutal and the the track record of of Utah jazz fans, we won't get into the specifics. You have to imagine that Mike if the jazz lose this series, Mike Conley's kid in 20 years will never be allowed in Salt Lake City
0: that's a fair statement and they'll send him pizzas because, that are poison they'll do whether, the whole thing yeah, exactly whether
1: or not whether or not they have a chance in this series if you're a fan you're getting, when you're when your second third or whatever you want to call it best player is out for a series you got an excuse to throw at the wall yeah you know exactly. what i mean I'm gonna, I'm gonna trust is me that now.
0: about you or the jazz oh, i'm talking about the jazz <laughs> oh okay all right last two first round series the one twos bucks magic raptors nets let's start with the bucks Giannis oh I That's hate the media there. I just hate the media Giannis says I don't like how the team played in the bubble you know we went three and five we weren't sharing the ball and then I see Lakers fans photoshopping him next to Anthony Davis I see freaking I don't know RJ Barrett Mitch Robinson photoshops He's just making a very true statement as a leader. They didn't play well. They need to play better, and they will. I think they're going to – like, I think they're going to use the magic.
1: What do you mean use? In a dirty, dirty way. Like a sex doll? Like a voodoo doll? Like, you know what? Of like more of
0: like a punching bag and get their anger out, get everything straightened out. They might even test some
1: things. I don't know if they would – I think we're forgetting – about these Orlando Magic last year came out and stole one <laughs> off the champs in, round, in the first um they opening did. playoff they game. Did. So, I, you know what? I'll give the Magic one. Will you? I'll say this is over in five. Okay.
0: All right. Well, we have it. We have a sweep question for Monday Mailbag, so we'll save it for then. Um, Raptors, Nets, again – I think this is a five gamer and because you were kind of dissing on the Raptors earlier I need to protect them for all my Toronto fans out there. Do you I mean understand just, you your...
1: mean just Eagleson?
0: <laughs> no there's a lot of Raptors fans. Look they don't have the guy anymore in Kawhi but I think they do have multiple guys who can hit that shot later in the game. You're
1: referring to Terrence Davis
0: i'm referring to stanley johnson i mean those guys went off in the last game but lowry will take the shot van vliet like oh remember the remember remember
1: remember the last shot lowry took like the shot clanked off the back
0: of the backboard that was hilarious but van vliet i mean van vliet van vliet probably hit as many clutch shots as Kawhi last year in the playoffs not as big,
1: but as many. I'm not so trying to trigger gonna, you. I'm just gonna. Really, you did, you did. I'm literally sitting um, here like this right now. But we people forget. Van Fleet was a Finals MVP for two games last year. Remember exactly. when I remember when I went on the record yes. and said that? Yes,
0: I do. Which was brazy. but I I think he'll take it. Lowry will take it. Siakam will try to take it. His efficiency taking it. Who knows? But. You know, you, you could go get a layup. It doesn't have to be Kawhi's pull-up at the elbow. That doesn't always have to be the game-winning shot. It works a lot, but it doesn't always. So I think the Raptors are scary. So the Sixers, nope. Wow, that's that's not what I was saying. You said it. The Ra- I was looking on my sheet. It says Sixers-Celtics. dash The Celtics-Raptors series will be the best in the playoffs.
1: This is a first-round preview. Save it.
0: All right.
1: <laughs> Raptors-Nets,
0: how many games?
1: I think this is... I mean, it's not interesting. The Raptors are going to win the series, but the Nets... I've watched actually a good amount of Nets games this year for whatever reason. They have the ability to go into a zone and be effective with it at the snap of a finger. Mm-hmm. They they can throw a lot... Ready for this? They can throw a lot of different looks at the <laughs> Raptors, um, which I think could get them... like. Carris, they're too
0: well-coached, and they're too versatile. Karis
1: to get... goes off for 30. Joe Harris is set five of nine from three i think the the nets can get one or two
0: no two that's crazy that i actually don't think they can i'll tell you what this is for the nets look you play great in the bubble you should have made that shot Karis. You get phoenix potentially into the playoffs but this is just a who is good and who's not and who are we gonna use in our starting lineup with kevin durant and Kyrie irving in three months if i'm a nets fan i'm (laughs) not
1: And Spencer Dinwiddie, and and Spencer I think I think they break up that Dinwiddie Levert this summer or whatever that you don't... want to call it the the fall two weeks um, of free yeah. agency. Maybe you go, you try one year with it if it doesn't work, and then because they are on rather cheap contracts, I mean one of them is getting paid in cryptocurrency for God's sake. Um, <laughs> but can a package of Dinwiddie and Levert to a younger team bring in oh a third both player? of them? Maybe, Maybe. okay. Bring in a Bradley Beal, bring in a third star to go with Katie and Kyrie. Maybe you give it one year to try out. Maybe not. But if you're the Brooklyn Nets, the way you played in the bubble, you got to be happy and just don't don't watch the series. You know, just don't watch it.
0: I agree. Leave Orlando knowing you held your head high. All right, fam, we are going to take a quick break. After that, we're going to answer some more specific questions about the first round. Will there be upsets, dark horse teams, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera, and then a would you rather for the ages. We will be back after this. <laughs> All right, fam. We are back with some Monday mailbag. I feel like we use John Smith's question a lot because first off, let's just yeah, it's not his real name. Fake. You are d- right. there's you are right. just not
1: named John. Show Smith. yourself,
0: John. Your name Smith. is like
1: you're embarrassed. Your name's like Poopy McPoop Pets or something.
0: <laughs> John Smith asks, "Will there be a four-five or six-three upset? The potential series before AEW gets all excited." Sixers, Celtics, Rockets, Thunder. In uh, that's the six three and four five, and then Heat, Pacers, Nuggets, Jazz. Will there be a six three upset?
1: Fantastic question, Poopy McPoop Pants. <laughs> um, yes, there will, and it will be in the Eastern Conference, and it will not be the Pacers over the Heat. You can do the math on that one. In the West, there could be in the Rockets, Thunder, um, the Nuggets, the Nuggets roll through the Jazz. Okay. Great, I'm going to go Great question. I'm going to go Thunder
0: over Rockets. That's going to be my upset and it is completely contingent on Russell Westbrook missing 3 games or more.
1: Do you remember um when we first started this podcast um what we think about contingencies when it comes yeah, to injuries? You, you hate I said no, you hate them. You gave me such shit for saying the Raptors are going to beat the Warriors in the finals if Kevin Durant doesn't come back. Don't give me the he came back bullshit. Don't. And you went off on me, calling me soft, calling me a loser for throwing a contingency on it, and now here we are, previewing the small ball Rockets versus your Chris Paul Oklahoma City Thunder, and the tables have turned. So, contingencies are whenever they're convenient. Is that what we're rolling with? When we did our
0: NBA pod preview for the whole season, I asked you for a contingency and you said no. So I just thought it's a no contingency
1: pod. You just gave one.
0: And that's, so I guess no contingencies. (laughs) I'm going thunder with the upset. Next question. Luke Peters, do you think D book should have gotten bubble MVP? I don't. And I think the outrage over that is silly. And Abe also told us to bet on D Book winning the bubble MVP. Dame Lillard got his team in the playoffs. He averaged sixty over two games or fifty-five. He's averaged fifty over the last four games. He's the he's by far the bubble MVP. Booker was amazing, but
1: Damn. I mean, let me ask Lillard. you a question. Why why is Giannis going to an MVP? Because he's he the was the best player on the best team.
0: Well, he's Who's, also the best player in the world with the best stats and the best player in the world with okay, the best Okay, anyway, team.
1: anyway, who was the best team in the bubble?
0: The best team in the bubble?
1: Who was the best was, team in the bubble?
0: Was the Suns.
1: Who was the best player on the bubble that was getting them there? Devin Booker should have been MVP of the bubble. You don't
0: mean that. You best just wanted player, to say that. You just best, to... Player,
1: best player, best team. Let's keep it consistent. We're not Ramona shell-burning out here, that bitch just admitting she's a narrative voter now. That's just like, how does she get credentials? For those you don't know, Ramona Shelburne, and she's a big LeBron fan, so I liked her up until then, and it's taking a lot for me to say this because everyone knows how big of a LeBron guy I am, and everyone knows that I think that Giannis should be MVP and will be MVP. Ramona Shelburne has the audacity to go on national television and admit that she is a narrative voter, meaning she doesn't take into account the – you can fill in the blank with Giannis' stats since I know you have them tattooed on your butt um, – but she just wouldn't be voting... able to
0: see him like that.
1: Yeah. She's just voting for LeBron because of the story behind it, because of the whole year 17, because of the whole. Mello's in the playoffs. It's year 17. for him. Because of the Shut whole up, Lakers, Ramona. because of the whole Lakers didn't make the playoffs last year. No shit. They added a top five player in the world and Anthony Davis. They're going to get back into the playoffs. How does, oh my God, the media. How does Ramona Shelburne have a vote? If that's what we're going to do it on. That and is that actually embarrassing. Me. That is actually embarrassing for Disney, who owns ESPN as a network, that they have someone on national TV who I think we can both agree. Ramona Shelburne's like big for ESPN. Like she's mm-hmm. everywhere nowadays. Mm-hmm. And she can I don't even know if there was repercussion for it. Yeah, it seems illegal. I mean it's it technically it's it's her vote, right? She can she could have voted for It's like you know what she
0: sounds like? It's when the presidential election comes around in November and someone's gonna write in Harambe. Like
1: yeah. Yeah, technically you can vote for Anthony Simons for MVP <laughs> because it's your vote. You have your right. You were given this right. But we're not doing narratives. Like that's bullshit. Right. If we right. wanna do now, let's think of I'm trying to think of a narrative that could give someone the Chris MVP.
0: Paul, if there's any narrative for it's real,
1: Chris Paul,
0: who's the
1: MVP? You exactly, the, a bottom five team in the league. He comes the to time. The guy was Shea, dead. amazing, Schroeder the, amazing. The guy was forced to live in the middle of Oklahoma. <laughs> he was written off as if they were going to have a top five, top ten pick. He would force his way out by the trade deadline, and here he is, maybe going to upset. His former team. You want to talk narratives? Let's we'll right. do that, Ramona. Come what other
0: narratives do we have?
1: How about, how about, uh, like if Al, Horford, if, Al Horford, if Al Horford goes out and averages 20 and 10 against his former team and the Sixers move on, are we crowning him MVP, Ramona?
0: I mean, Kyle Lowry loses the best player on his team. They're the two C in the East. Maybe he should be the MVP.
1: I mean, what, other, what else we got around here? That's pretty
0: much all the narratives we got. But yes, I agree with you. That's blasphemous to say you're voting for LeBron. Like there's so much data that you could exactly there I were
1: there were like you there's an actual case for LeBron maybe right. big or exactly. small but the fact that you admitted that it had nothing to do with that case <laughs> and that it was fully just because of the storyline behind it
0: right rocks. Kick here
1: here's a little tip to the snapback fan I if you were raised like me your mom probably raised you lying is bad lying is bad this this that lying white lies. White lies are very important, and they can mm-hmm. be helpful in life. And there is a time and a place for a white lie, Ramona. You missed it here. <laughs> this was the perfect time for a white lie, and you dropped the ball. I'm very excited to next year. We're gonna rank. We're gonna do a ranked, and we're gonna do the top three. What Ramona Shelburne is thinking going into MVP. <laughs> If if she still has her vote. He might
0: have a crush on Ramona Shelburne. Seems like he's the young Uh, kid in the the sandbox throwing sand at her. (laughs) All right, Ralph Shockey is the next question. Who is your dark horse team to make a playoff run without saying the Sixers, Abe? Give me a team. This is interesting because the NBA is very top-heavy, as always.
1: I don't have one. I don't. I don't think. Rockets?
0: Rockets have to be your team.
1: If Russell comes back, the Rockets. All right. Maybe. What? Wait, wait. <laughs> Did you just contingency you don't do. You don't do contingencies. I. You
0: do contingencies. I'm a contingency guy. All right. Well, if Harden averages 92 a game, I've got the Rockets awesome. No, my Dark Horse team is the Nuggets. I keep saying it. Added an elite wing, potentially, to a roster that was a top three team in the West. That's scary because wings are what runs the West. So. I'm going Nuggets of the Dark Horse team. Do I think they do it? No, but...
1: Notice how you said wings run the West. They do. Maybe bigs run the East. They do. The biggest
0: guy in the East averages 34 a game. He's really good. You should check him out. B
1: is bigger than Giannis. Nah,
0: not when he flexes and just does... Bro, what? All right, Aiden Green with the last question of Monday's mailbag. In your opinion, are there any matchups that will be sweeps? So you got to look at the top four teams, two in the East, two in the West, when you're talking sweeps, most likely. I think Nuggets could sweep the Jazz. That honestly would not surprise me. Let's rank our top four series in terms of
1: who you think are most likely. Least competitive? Sure.
0: I was going to say most likely to sweep.
1: Both the top teams in the East, Bucks okay. and Raptors, I think have the
0: best. Who would you rank number one in that situation? Most likely to sweep the Bucks. Okay,
1: the Bucks. Um, I trust me. I'm I'm all in on the narrative game one magic historically, <laughs> but I'm gonna go with the Bucks on that. And I think the Clippers have a way better chance to sweep the Mavericks than the Lakers do the Blazers. Interesting.
0: Okay, so you go Bucks one, Raptors two, Lake uh er, Clips Clips three. And Lakers four. Okay, I'm gonna go Bucks one, Lakers, nah. Bucks one, Celtics two, Raptors three, and Lakers four.
1: So, fam, you guys hear Jack right now about him? How how adamant he is that the Lakers and the Blazers it won't be a series whatsoever mm-hmm. at. What time was it? At twelve oh two, which is wow, four hours ago on the dot. We're recording mm-hmm. Sunday at four right now. Jack wrote, "I'm somewhere in between Lakers minus four hundred series for ten thousand <laughs> dollars, and Dame and CJ can actually win." I'm somewhere in between that, and, you, and I... you landed, and you landed on the Lakers have a better chance to sweep than the Clippers.
0: <laughs> yes, because I I just think. It's my theory of Dame and CJ have done everything they can to get them to this point, And they just beaten horrible teams like they couldn't even beat the Clippers. They couldn't close the game against the Clippers third string. I just or, the think or the Nets, or the Nets, who are right. a third
1: string team in themselves.
0: So I think the late and the Lakers, are the one seed playoff, Bron. I mean, once he goes zero dark thirty, oh, I, like I, uh... if you don't see another social media post on LeBron James Instagram this year, just know like he's in play. He's in zero dark thirty,
1: and like the league really needs to watch out. They just do. A lot of people listening to this podcast have never met Jack before and have never had a conversation with him. What he, the way he's speaking right now is making my blood boil because he's such a cocky, <laughs> condescending, just using it as sarcasm so he could build it up as playoff brawn just so when LeBron playoff was... Bron, <laughs> so... <laughs> it's
0: playoff brawn. I don't even know about year seventeen playoff brawn. That's like the like when you thought, You know when you would pick between it was like a, a Charmander, Bulbasaur, or Squirt Squirtle. And then they would have evolutions. Like, if you talk like Cavaliers Braun, you got Heat brawn, you got Go Back 3-1 Cavs brawn. Like, year 17 playoff brawn, you've just, he- I mean, unstoppable. The best, player, un- the best player of all time, right? Without a doubt, will be the best player of all time when it's all said and done. He might win two rings just this season. <laughs> That's how sick playoff brawn's going to be.
1: Well, well... By Nick Wright's math, yeah, that's yes, ends up. yes. Nick Wright's math actually
0: does have him winning. See, Nick
1: Wright, Nick Wright gave him two for the three-one <laughs> comeback. I gave him three because I thought right. that every game he won after it was three-one was a ring, and I think that's right. fair. Right. So okay. technically, he's at six right now. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, that's how much MJ had.
0: Yeah. They're knotted up, and after this one, he'll have eight. So uh, congratulations <laughs> to LeBron James. You should just send everyone home and just Bill, crown, Bill Russell is crown the king now. Bill Russell is sweating <laughs> Robert with 11 Horry, rings. See you later, and Brown with eight. All right, on to would you rather. We'll close it up with just an absolutely bizarre question. Was this from the fam? This was from the fam.
1: Okay, this is
0: on our Instagram, at snapbackpod. Also, if you want to send in your questions, send them in. Text us the word podcast to 917-905-9069. You
1: know your own phone number? That's
0: the correct number. Text us the word podcast. We'll add you to our little podcast group chat, and you can send in Monday Mailbag and Would You Rather questions, but Abe is pulling up who deserves credit for this question from the Instagram. But the question is, would you rather sweat mayonnaise, so every time you sweat, mayonnaise comes out of your pores, or permanently have Cheeto dust on your fingers? Who um, gets credit for this question?
1: Noah Noah Gould. Shout out Noah Gold, Gould, however you want to say it. Um, what's up, dude? Let's see what, anything on? Nope, no bio. Um, yeah, so... Sweating mayo's fucking gross. It's about as gross do as Do you it like gets. do you like mayo? Like uh, I I had Some never, people some
0: people despise mayo. I had never eaten mayo in my life. My mom wouldn't let me. One of the weird things she did. She no, not not let me. She was never served it. And then when I asked her like, "Do I like mayo?" She'd be like, "No, you don't like mayo." I, you know, moms how they do that shit. Uh, so then I went to I went right I went to Barcelona and in bars they give ketchup and mayo with all French fries. It's like a common thing. Try well, you mix it, them together, you get an orange sauce. And I mixed them together, and yeah, so I like mayo on that and some uh, like Italian or deli sandwiches, but like. Most mayos, no. Uh, but sweating mayo, like just mayo by itself, I find repulsive. So
1: that's definitely repulsive. But I, I think about if you like. I mean, everyone knows Cheeto fingers. I'll do a little a- ASMR for you guys.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, we got it. We got so if, it. So if
1: you're if you're doing that, you have to imagine since it's all the time, it just reappears. Right. Exactly. That's annoying. You can't wear it, white. You can't wear white shirts. Right. You can't, can't really wear any shirts. You can't touch anything. Think right. about if you're sweating mayo, you just you just got to accept that you should never work out again, you know? Right. But like yeah. right now,
0: I'm sitting you in the chair. It's kind of hot in this room and there's sweat in between uh, the crevice between the back of my leg and like my calf. You know, the, what? Dude, you behind the knee, behind the knee. It's like the gooch of the knee. Exactly. You just go like this. And like, like if I, right, exactly. <laughs> if that was mayonnaise coming out of there. I don't know how I feel I'm going to
1: go. I'm going to go. I'd be a fat shit for the rest of my life. Just never go outside during the summer. Just send uh I'm going to go with the mayo.
0: Oh, okay. I'm definitely going Cheeto dust on the fingers. You'd be able to flavor pretty much everything you ate. But I guess that would be annoying. Like, if you ate a hamburger, it's automatically... Like, you would have to cut that up. Pizza, or else you would have Cheeto...
1: First off, you just named two things that probably would taste fire with Cheeto dust on them. What they? Like, you should have said, like, if you were eating ice cream. Like, that's weird.
0: Well, you eat it with a spoon. You don't eat
1: that with your hands. I mean, cool. didn't you didn't you get something from the garden? This oh, year? I love Cheetos.
0: <laughs> I forgot about that. The Cheeto hot dog. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I'm here to tell you that pretty much Cheeto dust on your fingers would be a godsend. So, that answers your question, Mr. Gold. Um, Abe, it's playoff week. The NBA playoffs are here. But more importantly... The NBA draft lottery is Thursday. Is it? Ooh, is baby, it? it is. See, yeah. see,
1: I, 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 envy you. I you know what I things. mean. I, I, yeah. I envy you when all that mattered was a few ping. Eagleson, you remember that last week, right? With the Maple Leafs. Um, <laughs> yeah, I envy when the biggest worry in my life was where will my where will my <laughs> where will my ping pong ball fall? Not um, how do I? It do doesn't it? matter
0: because I'm not that excited because the draft know... stinks. No. Well, I know one of two things. One, we're probably, like, odds say we'll probably get anywhere from the fourth to the eighth pick, somewhere in that range. If we get the tenth pick or the ninth pick, I think the worst we can get is tenth. If we get the tenth pick, haha, LOL, the Knicks, they suck, and then they can't get a good pick. If we get the first, second, or third pick, LOL, this draft sucks, of course the Knicks get that pick. If we get a pick anywhere from four to eight, LOL, the Knicks suck. Okay, LOL yourself. What's, what's, the Knicks...
1: the, what's the common theme between all three of those things?
0: <laughs> the common theme is that the Knicks have won a playoff game more recently than the Lakers. So <laughs> for saw, everyone, who, everyone who hates on the you're holding on, league, You're
1: holding on to that for a few more days. People, people <laughs>
0: responding like, all right, we're all in on Melo and the Blazers. If they sweep, <laughs> we can keep that alive. But think about that. Like, doesn't it feel like the Lakers have been back for a while now? And like, they still, it's been, of course, they are the one seed. But a franchise can change with one player. So you just need one man out of all the men in the world. Don't you guys have a guy? This... Don't
1: you guys have a guy already that's better than Wilt Chamberlain by field goal percentage? Yeah, Mitch Rob, NBA record, suck me, and top five, <laughs> top five rookie,
0: RJ Barrett. But it takes one man. And you know what? I was also thinking about that. I think you would love, and this is a great way to close the podcast. I was thinking about this. Out of all the people in America, I think I'm in the top one percent of people in terms of basketball excuse me out of all the people in america i believe i am in the top one percent in terms of playing the sport of basketball
1: okay let's do a little math on the pod so i was doing this while shooting around and then
0: 300 328 million people i said 350 but yeah 328 so that's that's 3.28 million people you don't right. think I'm top three point two eight million? How many? How many
1: Division One NCAA basketball athletes? And I was there? even
0: going to say Division One, Division Two, and Division Three, right? Because not just D one. Although I'm probably nicer than a couple D three players, but uh, you know, give them the benefit of the doubt here. D one, D two, D three. Let's say I know FBS there's 144 schools. So let's let's just go crazy. Let's say 150 per division. So now you have 450 teams. Let's say 20 players per, even though we know it's really like 15 down to 12. So 20 times 450, that's only 9,000 people.
1: I have another, yeah, maybe, sure. I have another thing that I've thought about for myself. Mm -hmm. I think if you give me every single person on planet Earth, Mm -hmm. literally line them up in a line, I'm better at one sport, all of the sports. I can find one that I'm better at than every single person on planet Earth. There's not one person that will be better than me at every single thing. I'm talking. House, every... you're not going big four
0: sports. You're no, I'm going. I'm going right.
1: anything down to croquet. Yes, right. Like ping I can, pong. I can beat every single person on planet Earth in some type of sport. I really think uh, I can.
0: Uh, I think like I don't know because when you look at someone like Ben Roethlisberger, who is a starting quarterback in the NFL and is like overweight and unhealthy, I promise and you, you, I
1: can beat him in ping pong.
0: And then you hear people talk about, like, how he's a scratch golfer. He's the best basketball player on the team.
1: Dude, there are so many sports. I bet you I'm a better dancer than him. That's not That's not us. You can't prove that. Whoa! Whoa you can't you prove that. Uh, how are heard, you going to? What you've sport? Never, what you've sport never heard of a dance-off? A, <laughs>
0: no. I. Okay. You've never heard of a bunch the, the of people in a sweaty I middle school gym? Up, the athlete I would put up that I think would beat you in every sport is Odell Beckham Jr. No.
1: What's to say I can't beat him at ping pong? what But say i can't beat him in
0: pool this this is the thing you your first instinct on every athlete that's come up has been ping pong like no you know what i want to find you're not like you're not like a world-class ping pong
1: player no but you know what i want to find you remember that list that came out a few months ago that everyone got mad Mm -hmm. about about the hardest Mm -hmm. sports and there were like 75 sports where half the time you were like dude what is this yeah i can pick something off that list and beat everyone on planet earth at them your odell beckham cannot beat me at all 75
0: fam what do you think is more likely that i am in the top one percent of americans as a basketball player or that abe could beat every single person in the world at a sport of his choosing what do you think let us know it's a great question it's a no, great. no i think i
1: think we both know the answer to both of them
0: and the answer is yes yeah bet on yourself but and if I, double down. But, okay but are you better than me at any sports Dude, I worked you in ping-pong at your house three months ago. You didn't – no, no, time out, time out. Maybe
1: swimming. I'll give you swimming. Oh, but I think that's your point.
0: I... That's your point is you would be able to –
1: I think I'm a faster swimmer than Odell.
0: Ah, that It's tough. Never seen Odell in the pool. But he, like, also played under-16 U.S. soccer. Like, he's a disturbing athlete. Um, I'm trying to think of, like – Eddie... I
1: cannot beat Odell in a dance-off. I can't. Right,
0: <laughs> exactly. He would toast you in a dance-off.
1: Could I maybe uh, – well – he probably doesn't drive. You know, he probably is driver. NASCAR, you're saying? Yeah.
0: Except no, nah, he has a crazy car. You've yeah, anyone can videos. buy a
1: car when they have money. He probably doesn't drive it. He is a driver. LeBron doesn't <laughs> drive. LeBron doesn't drive. You know that. He's always well. That's that's it's. He's always it's, in the back of the Maybach listening to the newest album. You know, on well, his Instagram. You're
0: 17. You can't activate playoff, Bron. You're 17. If you're spending time driving, that would be ridiculous. All right, fam. We will see you on Thursday. Bring your lucky charms because it is the NBA's draft lottery. And if the NBA season transpires and the Knicks end up with a top five pick and the Sixers end up with a first round exit, you will probably have seen the craziest NBA season of all time. Make sure you stick around for this interview with Skeptic. Skeptic is joining Whistle Sports. Find
1: out about his electric diet his electric life outside of gaming. I mean, this guy does it all.
0: He's a legend. We had quite the
1: conversation.
0: He is only 15 or 16 and already playing the Fortnite World Cup. We will be streaming on Whistle HQ on Twitch. He'll be doing Mondays. I'll be doing Tuesday, Thursday. So if you want to come catch these hands via the sticks, slide through. Snapback fam, interview with Skeptic. What up, Snapback fam? We are here with a very fun interview. We are here with the main man, Skeptic, and if you are listening to this on Monday, as you should, Skeptic has officially become a part of the Whistle Sports team. He is here, and he is an esports legend, a Fortnite legend. Abe, do you think we could take him 2v1?
1: I am so bad at Fortnite. It is <laughs> disgusting. I was never much of a of a sh- of a shooting game, gun weapon game myself, but uh thanks for coming on, Skeptic. appreciate you taking the time.
2: Yeah, what's up guys?
0: Nothing much. It's so, well. it's funny, it's funny you mentioned that, Abe, because I was going to say first question off the bat, you know, are word sports guys? And yeah, I mean, we, I'll play you in 2K if you want. Right. <laughs> so, does the Fortnite and being a professional esports player translate to other games or would you just smoke us in fortnite but we'd have a chance on the sticks maybe in a 2k or madden
2: oh well i'm not a big sports game kind of guy i mean i used to play like a bunch of call of duty that's what i grew up with so uh, i'd say i'm pretty good at a bunch of other games probably not the sport game though but uh, definitely stands out on four. Cool,
1: cool. So I would smoke you. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, Jack. It's it's funny, Jack. A few years ago, I can vouch for him. When we we were way before the pod, way before Snapback and everything, Jack was like, "Yo, we got to get involved in esports somehow. It's going to be huge." Like it was a kind of a thing, kind of not really. But that was years ago. And I mean, you're 16. So how did how did you first get involved with esports? Obviously, your video love for video
2: games it stems from that. But in terms of competitively yeah well I was playing casually almost my entire life Mm -hmm. and I would start playing like the ranked playing Call of Duty nothing too serious and when Fortnite first came out I grinded that game and I started to realize that I actually had you know potential
0: what when you say grinded because I like Ava I appreciate the amount of work I actually did like a three-hour stream at one point during quarantine and I felt the most emotionally and physically and mentally drained, I had been in a very (laughs) long time. So what is grinding for you so the audience can really understand?
2: Yeah, well, when I first started off, I played like maybe eight, anywhere from eight to 12 hours of just Fortnite a day. And same with streaming that as well. And I would just practice all day, every day.
0: That's insane. That is nuts.
1: So how how do you balance focusing on the game versus trying to keep an entertaining stream up? Because Jack, I'm sure you're doing your three-hour stream, you were struggling at times because that's a long time to be entertaining people while also trying to do something on the video game part of it. So how do you balance
2: that? That's uh something I don't know. It's just I'm sort of like naturally good at. I'm, I'm able to like focus on my chat and read it and talk to people and keep people entertained while also trying to, you know, be the best I can at the game. I'm
0: not... I... Oh, go ahead, Jack. What I was going to say that I think I've noticed in skeptic stuff is that there's two skills in the streaming and eSports world. One, you obviously have to be awesome at the game that you're playing. But two, you have to be entertaining for so long. Like Ninja. Ninja's obviously excellent at Fortnite. He's amazing at video games. But I don't know if he's necessarily the greatest Fortnite player ever. But his ability to culminate and hold that community and entertain people, which is exactly what you're doing, that's really what makes you know a streamer really good. Oh yeah. Absolutely.
1: So so I'm I'm interested in the chat part about it because Jack and I love interacting with our audience. We love even arguing with them, talking shit back and (laughs) forth about sports. Yeah. How do you what is your take on the people that are there to support you versus the people that show up to troll? Because I know if I was a streamer like that, like I'd be all in just like talking back and forth shit to the trolls.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, I usually do that. Like, you know, I'll chat shit back and like back and forth between them. But it's usually just—I don't know—it's amusing to me. I mean, if they're in the stream, I mean, it is one more extra viewer. You know that I could pull me up on top of the list. So I mean, exactly. why not? Right?
0: Yeah, that's hilarious. I actually posted a troll that I had today to my story. I was <laughs> Dude, he,
2: he
1: was relentless. <laughs> he was
0: relentless, and I was looking at the replies, and he had replied to me ten times before I had seen it. And every message just a different hate message. And I just wonder, like, I get the trolling, I actually find trolls hilarious, like they're coming to get your attention to mess with you. And they do it in a funny way trolling on the internet. I don't really mind. It's just the hater where it's like, why do you still follow me if everything I post or everything I do bothers you so much? But like you said, skeptic, it's one more viewer. It's one more person. It is what it is.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: It's funny. So what is, like, where are you going with this? I mean, you're so young, you've accomplished so much so far, and you're starting off with Whistle. You're helping us, us out a bunch. What are your goals over the next couple of years?
2: I don't really have too many set goals. I mean, I usually just ride the wave. I mean, I just usually wing it.
0: That's that's how
1: I do it also. I think that's the best way to do it. Yeah. So, so a lot of us, like, we obviously all played video games growing up, and I found it hard if I'm sitting in on a Saturday afternoon playing for six straight hours when I was 12 years old or some sort, dealing with my parents and dealing with my mom. So how were you able to convince your parents that like, listen, I'm not just like playing a video game. I'm, I'm trying to earn a living out here and I'm doing this because not only I'm good at it, but it's, a, it's an industry and a market that's very up and coming that I can be successful in.
2: Yeah, my parents were super on board with it from the start because they were keeping track with all the stuff on the internet. You know, they were, like, active on social media. Mm. So they did, you know, they knew, like, about, like, the whole ninja thing, how he's blowing up, making a bunch of money off that. And I guess they saw, like, potential in me.
0: Totally. Who are your best friends in the streaming and gaming world?
2: Best friends? I mean, I have, like, a whole little, like, friend group of myself. I mean, they're not, like, any streamers or anything. But, I mean, if anybody's online, I'll play with them. Why not?
1: Yeah. Do you, have, do you have any rivals like uh, between other professional esports
2: players? No. Uh.
0: I thought I saw on your on your YouTube channel. Did you kill Tifu?
2: Oh yeah. No. In that's how I. That's how I originally blew up a while ago. But no, we're not, we not beefing or anything. We're actually really cool.
0: So talk to me about that process because I'm very curious. Like I know so many people, me myself, who have just like you try to stream the amount of hours it takes to get started. And then to keep going, to blow up, to gain, gain, gain. What was those? What were those early day processes like?
2: Well, I mean, I didn't think too much of it. If I was averaging one viewer, I didn't look at it and be like, wow, that sucks. You know, I'm a 13-year-old mm-hmm. streaming Fortnite. I mean, you can't really go wrong, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I was just, I guess like what I said, riding the wave. I mean, I really didn't care too much.
0: That's That's awesome. So you have some merch coming out. Is that correct? Oh, yes. Yeah. And what is that merch about? Tell me about the merch.
2: Uh, It's really cool. Whistle actually designed it themselves. Uh And we're releasing it, I guess, when this podcast comes out, huh?
0: There we go. Okay. And is there something related to a revolution?
2: Yeah, well, I mean, be yourself. Let's start a revolution.
0: Got it. Is that kind of your tagline?
2: Yeah.
1: Love that. I'm curious because, let's face it, I mean, you're very much accomplished, way more accomplished than... 99.9% 99.9% of the people your age but in reality you're young as shit and you're experiencing <laughs> experiencing things that tons of other people your age and even years older than you aren't going to experience I'm curious what are some of the coolest and like eye-opening experiences you've had thus far that you were just like whoa I'm ki- kind of like made it here
2: <laughs> yeah well the definitely probably the biggest one do you know what the world cup is the Fortnite world cup mm-hmm. or yeah when I went to that that was probably the biggest eye-opener and maybe I mean the team I was on, Misfits. They flew me out to Berlin, and that was probably yeah a close second. Yeah, where where
1: was the World Cup? Uh in New York City. In New York City, Jack's Jack City.
0: That's our city. Wow, how'd you finish in the World Cup? How'd you do?
2: Um, I mean, I still made fifty thousand dollars, so you know, no big deal. But I didn't place <laughs> too high in, in the thing. But I mean, yeah, should, you, awesome. should yeah. like, but you should
0: just stop there. Yeah, how much and how much did Booga win, Booga? I don't know how to $3 million, $3 million. And is it more than just one, you know, battle Royale with a hundred members? Like, are there a point system? Is there qualifying rounds within the world cup?
2: Uh, well, I mean, you had to qualify from online. I mean, last year in like April, I started April, there were 10 weeks of every single week, like a certain amount of people would qualify from each region and they would go to world cup after that.
0: Mm -hmm. And then the actual world cup, how's that work?
2: Uh, well, I mean, it. They flew out everybody from like Asia, EU. I mean, all around the world, they flew it out into New York City, and then they all played at one stadium.
1: That's so cool. So, do you feel like, like, if you guys played that that World Cup over a hundred times, like, you could have placed? Like, I feel like it's just sometimes one time it's your game versus some t- one time it's not your game. And these that doesn't mean these guys are exponentially that much better than you that they placed higher than you. But it was just it was just their game and they were in the right situation at the right time. Do you think if you played that? same tournament a hundred more times like you could finish near the top a few times oh yeah easily i mean the more you play the more you learn right there you go i'm curious about that because you're at such a high level with this what more is there to learn
2: i mean lots of stuff i mean there is a skill cap when it comes to gaming Mm -hmm. uh but i don't think anybody's really reached that yet in fortnite really we gotta
1: get there (laughs) yeah we gotta get there so
0: what is next with fortnite are they doing another world cup this year
2: uh, it was rumored that they're going to do another one next year, but right now it's just a bunch of online events. Gotcha.
0: And are you still competing for money and prizes right now?
2: Yeah. Got it. And are
1: you still, Are you still? because this is obviously taking up a huge part of your life, are you still going to school? Like,
2: what does your life outside of of gaming look like? Uh, well, I mean, I started doing online school. I mean, I blew up, I originally blew up on that Tfue video in the summer, so I wasn't really going to school then. But when I went back, and I started, you know, actually blowing up, it started to actually get a problem, so I had to go to online school. And I really stumbled. yeah.
1: In terms of I mean of... I mean now everyone's doing online school. So Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're, yeah, you're first, kind or... of
0: kind of ahead of the wave there. <laughs> Uh, so, um, what is your plans in terms of like? Would you do a different game? Is it Fortnite forever? Like, where? Do yeah, you like go now people are that?
1: talking of now people are talking about like Warzone and everything because it's like the Call of Duty Fortnite collab essentially.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know the way Fortnite's gonna work. I, I mean, it's been slowly going downhill, in my opinion, and like my eyes, it's been mm-hmm. slowly going downhill. I mean, whatever game's next, you'll definitely be able to tell. There's not too much of a competitive side yet to Warzone. I mean, who knows though.
1: What do you when you say the game's going down? What What do you mean by that? In
2: what way? Like the additions, the features? Um, they haven't been too, I guess, straight to their community. They're being really weird. They're adding stuff that people don't want. They're sort of ruining the game. They're making it more luck based than actually skill based. Interesting.
0: Which is really tough. Yeah, I was gonna ask because you know, there's human error in in sports. There's officiating errors and in gaming there's not really human errors but there could be tech- technological errors like a glitch in the game has that ever happened to you on a really big scale or seen that happen to someone somewhere else where it's just like it's really unfortunate situation but the game just happens to misread a click or something along those lines
2: yeah no a lot of people have been screwed out of money just because of like the game messing up or the game bugging I mean it's happened to me but nothing it like it hasn't like ruined me out of money. It hasn't done any of that stuff, but it definitely has to others.
1: What does what does skeptics life outside of get? What, what do you like to do other than gaming? What what are your hobbies? What are your interests? I mean, gaming, uh, sleeping,
2: eating. <laughs> that's, that's the life it, of man. a ga-
1: that's the life of a gamer, I guess. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: What do you What do you like to eat then?
2: Um, I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, eggs, toast. <laughs> I like so eggs and toast. <laughs>
0: what do you what do you uh who are your sponsors have you worked
2: with any sponsors that have
0: been really solid for you
2: um i joined a bunch of teams and those teams have sponsors branched out Mm -hmm. i mean at one point i was in misfits i was in luminosity and they all have branched out sponsors but yeah i'm talking to people talking to things you know
0: what's the benefit of being in a team like that and are you still with the team um i'm joining a team
2: very soon but i mean i guess the benefits are i mean you kind of have like a family they have their own sponsors to give you stuff i mean they have money Mm -hmm. um you know there's a lot a lot of benefits to it
0: got it all right cool well you will be streaming on mondays for our whistle sports channel on twitch it is Whistle HQ, that's the channel. I'm really excited to see you streaming on there. I'm going to fill in the dead space when you're not streaming to keep that baby <laughs> alive. Awesome. Uh, but anything that you want to tell the fans about, um, what you plan on streaming on that channel, so when they come on, they know what to expect.
2: Yeah, well, I'm going to be playing Fortnite, and actually you might have a chance to play with me if you're in the stream at the right time. Maybe other streams, I might mess it up. Do some variety streams, play Warzone, you know, we'll see. Day-to-day okay. Business.
0: All right. Well, Abe and I hope to get a stream at some point with you because I have, Abe, how many career Fortnite wins do you have? Any? Dude, I've played the game like four times. Okay. So that <laughs> sounds like zero. I have. No, I've um, won three of them, but I've only played four times. <laughs> I've won one duo and a few uh, squad wins, zero solo wins. So if we call you, it's for one reason, one reason only. We need you to carry us to it. A- I
1: think yeah. I could contribute in a way because, Jack, you didn't like know how to play the game. I literally just don't know how to play it. Right. I think I could be on the mic, MC you guys, contribute <laughs> to the stream in that facet. But I think, we can, I think we can work something out. Oh, yeah. But we'll do it. Sounds,
0: Sounds good. Sounds good. Sounds good. Thank you, Skeptic. We really appreciate the time. And uh, I'm sure we'll talk very soon.
2: Oh, yeah. I'll see you then. Appreciate it.
0: All right, fam. Thank you for tuning in to that interview with Skeptic. We will talk to you on Thursday.